So the question you ask your hiring manager is this. If I called someone that used to report to you, and meaning they don't work there now, but they used to report to you in this role or a prior role, and I asked them to rate your management style from a one to 10, one being poor, 10 being awesome, what would they say and why? Again, you're asking this question to the person who you would report to. Hey, fellow marketers, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Careers Podcast presented by themarketinghelp.co. So for this episode, back by popular demand, now based on stats we see, uh, feedback we're getting from emails in our community, it it sounds like our audience is getting uh, a lot of value from our tips, episodes, resources, uh, focused on helping you with the career moment of interviewing, right? So uh, from my perspective, what I see, uh, interviews are still happening, companies are still hiring, marketing careers are in demand. So it's always the thing that's going to be there, whether it's your first job that you're interviewing for in marketing or your next job. Um, But remember these things that we covered in those resources when it comes to marketing interviews. First is is the most important thing is that mindset, right? When it comes to marketing interviews, you have to have the mindset that you are interviewing them. And when you have that mindset, you feel more in control. And that's super important because if you go into an interview feeling like it's going to be an interrogation, and you're more on the defense as opposed to being on the offense. And that's the importance of that mindset. You are interviewing them. Now, the interview questions, that the second thing is the interview questions that you do prepare have to go beyond just the role, have to go just beyond just the company. Anybody can ask those questions. And again, like we talked about as a kind of baseline here, these are some things you need to remember uh, if you want to stand out in your marketing interview. So we're going to cover a couple things in this episode uh, to help you with this marketing interviews. And we're going to dive a little deeper into five interview questions that are guaranteed to help you identify both red flags and green flags. Because uh, I think a lot of times we talk about the red flags for interviews, which is important, but I also want to help you understand what to listen for from a green flag standpoint so that you know that this is going to be uh, and get excited about Uh, wanting to work for that company or for that specific role or for those specific people. Now, after this interview, you should be able to um, get a sense for questions to ask, a sense for what to listen for, uh, so that you're able to make a good decision. Now, uh, we talk about red flags, right? These are the things you hear in an interview that should cause you to pause and say, hey, wait a minute, I don't think this is a good fit for me. But the green flags are going to be the things that are going to indicate, hey, you know what? There's a, there's a strong likelihood that this role is going to fit my expectations or it's going to provide a opportunity for me to be successful, rewarded, or fulfilled. Uh, again, something else that we talked about before about looking for those three things in any marketing role. So in this episode, I'm going to focus on, those, on five question categories. And in those question categories, I'm going to talk about one key question that I want you to to focus in on uh, to help identify those red and green flags. But the question categories I'm going to cover today, uh, I'm going to, you know, think about asking a question focused on executive management, uh, focus on asking a question specifically to the hiring manager, focus on a specific question around the company or company culture, and then focus on question uh, around the team and focus on a question around the role. So in each of those five question categories, Here's what I'm going to share with you. I'm going to give you some research tactics you should be implementing as you prepare for that one category. I'm going to give you a why behind the question tied to that category, like why you should be 
why this question is important to be asking. Then I'm going to give you the question, right? The question you should be asking. And then I'm going to give you guidance on what answers you should be listening for that will qualify for a red or a green flag answer. Sound good? All right. Now, listen, these are only five categories, one question each, but you can certainly ask more than just these questions. Maybe ask a follow-up or two. Um, but at least it'll give you a starting point, a place you know to get going here. So your next marketing interview, consider preparing these questions and keep your ears open for these specific red or green flag answers. Now, who are you asking these questions to? Now, these questions in these categories are ideally the questions you're asking to the hiring manager. So when you get past HR, uh, the next interview typically is with the hiring manager, the person responsible for you, the person who you report to. Um, Now, what I'll also say is, you know, if you're meeting with a team or a panel, these questions can also be thrown out there as well. Uh, So it's important that you, you keep these in your arsenal, definitely when meeting the hiring manager, but also consider when you're meeting maybe the team or peers Uh, or other members. So, uh, first question, here we go. The first category, executive management. Those, these are the folks that tied to get a question asked around the area of those that are running the company, those that make the big decisions. Not necessarily the manager, we're talking like SVP, EVP, CEO, CMO. You know, ask a question to get a sense for them. Because remember, leadership is key with any position, no matter who you are. Even if you're going in at a specialist or coordinator level, you want to get a sense for that executive layer. So first thing you want to research, right? Go to LinkedIn for the company that you're interviewing with and not necessarily research your your hiring manager because you'll do that too, but research the tenure of the the C-level. How long have they been there? Because if you you see a new CMO, for example, chances are they're coming in with maybe their own team or other people in their network they're going to be bringing in or they're going to sh- shake things up a little bit. Uh, or flip that around, if the tenure of the C-level or VP level of the company you're about to interview for, these are VPs of marketing, et cetera, if they've been there for 5, 10, 15 years, that could be a good sign of loyalty. That could be a sign that maybe they're 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 going to do things the way they've always done them. Again, good research tidbit to have in your back pocket. Now, the question you want to ask. The question you ask to identify red or green flags for executive management is the question you ask is how would you describe the management style of the executive team? Now, why are you asking this question? Now, this question is going to help you identify, um, is this a strong performing management team? One that is aligned, uh, they communicate often, or is it one that's just completely disconnected? Now that's why I asked that question. Um, how would you describe the management style of the executive team? So again, you're asking this to your hiring manager who might be a manager or director and you're asking about the executive level, C-level, CEO, CMO, CEO, all, all those levels, right? So having asked that question, what's a red flag answer? The red flag will be if someone's going to refer to, you know what, I don't see them that much. We don't really interact. That's a red flag. Uh, or if they can't give a description of what the management style of the, and you can throw this out, the CMO, the CEO, what's their management style? If they can't give a description, that is a huge red flag. That tells you there's a disconnect between your manager and that executive level. You know, green flag answer would be uh, the hiring manager you're talking to can give specific descriptions, but based on conversations they're talking about in the last meeting, 
They're very uh, complimentary of our team, right? So if your hiring manager is interacting with that C-level and they can speak to interactions thus to give their description, you know, the, the management style of the executive team, well, the CMO and the CEO, great listeners, or they're fair or they're visionaries, right? If someone can give those descriptions based on interactions, great sign. So that's the first question category. Second question category is the manager. So the person that you're reporting to, the hiring manager. This is the question you want to ask them directly. Because again, this person's responsible for you and responsible for your personal development. Um, now, research you want to do for this question is go find that hiring manager um, in LinkedIn and look for their tenure in their current role and their prior roles. Again, what you're looking for in that, because it's it's public, it's easy to find. If the person who's interviewing you and you may report to has only been working there for three months, they're still ramping up in their position. Things could be a little bit a little chaotic. They could be spread really thin. They too could be just catching up with things and may not be able to give you the focus that they need. On the flip side, if they've been in that role for you know, three, five, 10, seven, 15 years, hmm, I wonder what's kept them there that long. And I wonder if they're just trying to play it safe and how innovative could they be? Again, just have that in your back pocket as you ask this question. So the question you ask your hiring manager is this. If I called someone that used to report to you, and meaning they don't work there now, but they used to report to you in this role or a prior role, and I asked them to rate your management style from a one to 10, one being poor, 10 being awesome, what would they say and why? Now, again, you're asking this question to the person who you would report to. Why are we asking this question? This is a great question to ask because it helps to identify if you're about to walk into a toxic you know, manager situation or it's going to identify, hey, is, is this manager have a strong uh, EQ, emotional intelligence? Are they going to be able to be transparent? Um, listen, most hiring managers are not going to expect this question. So, you know, I, I, I loved asking this question because uh, it really got them, you know, realizing, hey, wait a minute, this, this, I've got to talk about, you know, someone who used to, to work for me. Now, red flag for this question, a red flag answer is going to be if somebody replies and says, oh, I'm a 910, or they would say, I, I was a 9 or 10, or, um, and if they give a nine or 10 is the answer, because remember you asked why, and they can't give any reason why someone who used to report to them would rank them a nine or 10 that's a red flag. Or if they just say, Hey, everyone loved working for me. Right? So if, if you get this sense of somebody who is a, you can sense they're, they're either going to automatically say 10 or they're going to be uncomfortable, uh, giving a lower number, um, that's going to be a red flag. Now, green flag answer. Listen, I've asked this question to hiring managers before. And I think the most compelling answer I ever received was someone who gave themselves and they said, oh, the person who used to report to me, they would rate my management style a seven or eight. And they said the reason they would give me a seven or eight is because uh, oftentimes I would not communicate effectively or I wouldn't give them praise. And, he, and he, he basically shared that right from a, uh, a review they received. Now, does that, is that a red flag? No, that's a green flag because that hiring manager was being transparent. And he called out the, his own weaknesses and areas for improvement, which you should see that as a green flag. 
someone who's going to be honest with you. Again, you know, you can't expect to, to work for, for perfect people or per, there are no such things as perfect managers. But if someone's going to be transparent, that's a good sign. All right. So that's the second question category. Third question category is going to be the question around culture. Now, remember, culture, company culture is not ping pong tables, free lunches, uh, happy hours, all those things. Company culture really comes down to behavior. Not just behavior on any given day, but consistent behavior week to week, month to month. Uh, that's that's evident, documented, right? So there's walking the walk happening. But it's also that it's consistent coming from all levels. Not just the specialists, not just the managers, but the all the way from the CEO to the to the executive assistant, the behaviors that they showcase that are documented, that's the culture. Because uh, most culture is influenced from the top down. So you want to be able to see uh, and understand the culture being strong. Now, research you can do for this question is going to be Glassdoor or go to LinkedIn and connect with someone who used to work for that company. Um, and it's easy to do in LinkedIn using, you know, just searching for the company and then using some of the filters. Um, but find someone who used to work for that company. Also look for things like diversity, equity, inclusion, commitments, you know, whether that's uh, something they, they are focused on on the website or focused on in articles or they've, they've been published talking about it. It's important. It's important to keep an eye out for that to really truly understand the type of culture you're walking into. Here's the question you ask. What's the turnover rate for the marketing team? And why is it that number or why is it that high or why is it that low? And again, you're asking the why behind this question is you're helping to identify at this point a toxic culture or if you're walking into a revolving door environment. Now, anyone you interview should have some clue, whether it's a specialist or a manager, they should have some clue on the frequency of team members leaving, whether that's a layoff, somebody just quit uh, for another opportunity or, or someone was fired because of cause, meaning they, they did something wrong. So everyone should have an understanding of what that is on a marketing team, whether it's a marketing team of 500 or, or five. So when you ask this question, hey, what's the turnover rate for the marketing team? And why do you think that is? A red flag will be if somebody says, you know what, I don't know. And that, that's a huge red flag because they're afraid to say because they think it's a sign of weakness for the team, but that's not good. Um, or if they know the numbers and they say, yeah, our turnover rate's about 10, 12, 13%, anything above 10% is a red flag. Uh, 10% of your marketing team over the given year um, should be seen as a high number. Um, now, another red flag would be if somebody says it's, it was 10%. Now, why is that? You know, I don't know. I think there's a couple things, right? So if, if no one has a story behind the rationale of why you're, the team, the marketing team is turning over, that's a red flag. And, and, and hiring managers answering this question, you know, can, can get really uncomfortable. Uh, so something to keep in mind. Now, green flag for this question is they do know the number uh, and either the number is below 10%. So the turnover is 7% and they've got a transparent answer as to why. Another green flag actually could be, let's say the number is 15%. Oh my gosh, above 10%. But they speak to why that is. We had a, we had a, a, a layoff because we lost a client. But here's what we're doing about it. If someone's going to be transparent to address the reasons for why that turnover is the number, 
that's a green flag. Or again, there's confident answers behind it being a number uh, below 10%. So that's, that's the third question around culture. Fourth question category on team. Now, remember the team, this is, these are the people you'll be spending a majority of your time with, right? A lot of time with the team. So you want to make sure that you're going to ask a question to identify, is there going to be any red flags or green flags working with this team? How do you research the team? Well, go to Glassdoor, look the company up, see what the reviews are, but focus on specific comments around teamwork, collaboration. Um, again, another thing that a lot of a lot of marketers don't do is go find somebody who used to work for that company uh, or someone who used to work on that marketing team or the paid search team or the, the growth marketing team. Find somebody who used to work in that in that specific team and say, hey, what was it? You know, if you don't mind, I'm interviewing with company X. I saw I used to work for that company from this time to this time. And I saw that you were working on this team. What was your experience working with that team? You know, you find two, three people and send that message in LinkedIn or, or uh, if you can find their email. Uh, what's the worst that can happen, right? You get some more insights. So that's your research tip for that category. But here's the question for the team category. Can you provide an example of someone on this team that has been promoted? Can you provide an example of someone on this team that has been promoted? Now, they, 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 you, could, you could further say, you know, someone who's currently in the team or someone that was on the team. But you're looking for the why behind this question is you want to see if there's actual investment, right? Is there an investment in professional growth of this team? Is the hiring manager here you're talking to able to talk to you about confidently about how they look to develop their team? And, and a promotion is a way to do that. So ideally, this question unlocks a conversation, a story about somebody who started as a uh, in the mailroom and, and made their way to supervisor. Now, again, why you're asking this question is, um, again, besides the investment in the professional growth, but um, you're looking for that hiring manager really to glow and get really excited when they get a chance to talk about someone who's been promoted or, or has advanced. Um, because again, you, you may it may be a flat organization. Maybe there's like five people that work there, so maybe there isn't a lot of promotion that goes on. But if they say, "Sorry, we don't," you know, promotions haven't happened, or we don't, do, just get them to talk about strong performers. Like, like this is meant to identify: is this hiring manager going to be uh, looking forward to putting you into a process and surrounding you with uh, the right resources to help you be more successful? Now, red flag answer when you ask that question. They can't cite any example. You know what? We don't have anybody that's been promoted, uh, come to think of it. Or, listen, if it's, if it's, like I said, if it's a new team or a flat organization, and maybe promotions aren't things that happen, get them to talk about any, you know, how they celebrate wins or celebrate someone who does a good job. But if they're unable to do that, that just means that there's just too much going on, or probably this hiring manager is not connected to the team. A green flag answer would be yes. You know, the person you're actually interviewing with uh, was promoted to be the manager, right? So if the hiring manager you're talking to is the example of someone being promoted, that's a great, that's a great sign that shows that they hire, they promote from within and give those that are performing well an opportunity. Or another green flag would be they can easily mention, oh yeah, that was Susan. Susan did a great job. And after six months, we moved her from uh, specialist to senior specialist because she did X, Y, and Z. Um, but again, like like the other like the other question I mentioned, a green flag could be 
if this manager says, hey, you know what? We haven't had any promotions in the last year because of budgets, what have you. However, um, here's what our top performers do. So if they can answer the question by getting you comfortable with the fact that they do recognize top performers, that's why you're asking this question. That's what this question is meant to do. So last category, we're focused on the role. Now, again, this is what you're hired to do. This is the question uh, meant to identify uh, specific red or green flags tied to what you're there to do uh, and and where you can provide value because you have skills you're bringing to the company. So research you do for this question is look at Glassdoor, look at LinkedIn, who's worked there before. But again, look for someone who's worked in the same role. Um, If you're going to interview for the digital marketing specialist, how long was somebody else in a digital marketing specialist role? Now, for smaller companies, that may be challenging. For larger companies, it's probably a little easier. But give it a shot. See if there's been somebody out there that's sat in the seat you're looking to sit in in that specific company. And then obviously you ask them um, why they move on, what was their experience in that specific role, right? Were they successful? Did they have the right tools? Those sorts of questions. That's the research you do. Now, the question you ask to the hiring manager tied to this category role, two-part question. You can say to the hiring manager, uh, excuse me, two-part question. So what is one responsibility in this role that you feel I will excel in And what is one responsibility you feel that I will struggle with? And I see that's a two-part question. You're giving this hiring manager a chance to to do a couple things. And this is why we ask this question. How well prepared are they for you? If this hiring manager is really into you and your background, your experience, they've probably looked at your resume compared to the job description. And in their mind, they already have the pluses and minuses. And all this question is doing is giving them the floor to say, Hey, you've seen me, my background, you've seen the job description. What do you like? What do you have concerns about? And a red flag answer is they they can't answer the question with, with any sort of specifics, meaning they just kind of generally answer the question with, no, I think it'd be great in the role. Well, I can't see anything that you're struggling, going to struggle with. That's not a good answer. Even though it sounds okay, you, you got to dig deeper. Right. Anyone that says that as an answer, dig deeper and say, well, no, come on. Specifically, where do you think I may have you need some help? Um, so that's going to be a red flag answer if it's too vague. Right. Or if they, they aren't really aware of the responsibilities of the role. Um, so this question can easily identify how well prepared this hiring manager is. Now, green flag answers for this question is they can say, hey, you know what? Um, Jim, uh, you know, based on your background in, in this, that, and the other, and they can cite it off of your resume, even if the resume is in front of them, that's fine too. But they can say specific examples of where they can pull your experience and tie it to the thing that they think you will excel in or where, you'll, or where you will struggle. Um, again, the transparency of them being honest with you is what you're looking for in asking this question. It's a tough question, right? Because it, it's going to put the hiring manager on their heels to make sure that they're prepared. And if they're good at, at improv, well, if they have the resume in front of you, they can kind of do it on the spot. But again, you're looking for someone to give some authentic uh, and, and give some transparency into what they're thinking. So those were the five question categories to help you identify those red and green flags during your next marketing interview. So hopefully, you know, it's the common theme when it came to the green flags. 
getting a level of transparency uh, and that preparation from the hiring manager is is the common theme here for these green flag answers. You know, someone who's connected not just to the company, not just to the executive level, not just to the team, not just to the role, but also to you, right? So they've done research on you to know that they they respect your time and they're trying to connect with you as a person. So that's the common theme where you want to identify those green flags. Now, one resource that's going to be a great complement to these five questions you now have is going to be our Marketing Interview Questions Guidebook. Um, And this is by far one of the most popular free resources the Marketing Help has for marketers. And and the big reason why that's such a, a popular free resource is because it simply helps marketers with the number one challenge they face on interviews, a lot of which I talked about here, and that's confidence. This interview guidebook, plus the five questions I just went over, is going to help increase your, 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 your confidence. So if you prepare with this guidebook, plus the, these five questions, you're definitely going to be much more confident in an interview. It's almost like knowing the answers to the test before you take the test. You know how that, that you get that feeling of like, wow, I feel really prepared. Therefore, it will help you perform at your highest level. So this marketing interview questions guidebook uh, we developed it with not just our own experiences, but with other marketing hiring managers, those that hire for specific marketing roles. And all it is is a spreadsheet with a couple of tabs, but it's organized and provides over 50 questions around specific categories, more than the five I just covered, but also gives you 15 specific questions for the HR team. So the questions I just went over were five for the hiring manager. This this guidebook gives you 15 just for HR teams, right? And that's an important conversation because that's the first interview that gets you into the, the next interview. Uh, this guidebook also gives you spaces where you can enter and practice your succinct answers to the questions you're going to be asked. And again, everyone I've talked to that used it, it's, it's by far, again, swear by it because it gives them a place to, uh, again, really be prepared with confidence to answer questions that they're asked, but also uh, ask the right questions inclusive of the five we just talked about. Also, in this this uh, guidebook is is a couple free bonus marketing career resources like resume templates, LinkedIn profile tips, job searching tips, and a, and a whole bunch of other stuff too. Now, if you want this interview guidebook, uh, just send me an email, uh, Eric E R I K at themarketinghelp.co, and do me a favor in the subject line use the phrase interview guide, and that way I know that you heard it through the podcast. Use the subject line interview guide. And then I will reply with a link to the marketing interview uh, questions guidebook. And I may throw in a couple other bonus resources, things that you won't find in the guidebook, just a couple other things. I may ask you a couple of questions and then throw you a couple more free resources. Now, or you can just go to the show notes and grab the link. All right. So that's it for the episode today. Uh, this is your host, Eric Harbison. I am reminding you after this episode, you are ready to successfully prepare and perform at the highest level for your next marketing interview.